Welcome to Season 4 of Vibrant Visionaries. This is Heidi Bennett, and on this podcast for you, the new listener, it's a gathering place for vibrant visionaries. These are compassionate, quirky creatives, people who do all sorts of things, filmmakers, artists, comedians, musicians. I've already started interviewing a whole slate of new amazing creative folks. I cannot wait to start sharing those interviews. We also like to talk about how to banish burnout and boost our creativity through mindfulness techniques. And what the hell, I'm a multi-creative person myself, so I also love to talk about cooking and food and, and hospitality and how to throw great parties. These are things you'll find on the YouTube channel. I've got the Vibrant Kitchen there and interviews with creatives, so you can find a whole lot of stuff when you go to VibrantVisionaries.com. So I'm kicking off season four with an AMA, actually a whole bunch of AMAs. AMAs are Ask Me Anythings, and I ask my Patreon patrons if they had questions. I sent out a post on Instagram, and you can always ask me questions at my email address, vibrantvisionariespodcast at gmail.com. So over the course of the next month or two, you're going to get sort of bonus mini episodes like today's. And today I'm answering food-related questions. You're going to hear me answer questions from Meg. She's one of the co-hosts and co-creators of the podcast, Pod Appetit Gourmet Takes. Highly recommend that podcast. It's really fun. You're also going to hear me answer questions from the fantastically creative Joanne Yeda. She's an artist and art teacher. And another artist, Jenny, who happens to also be my sister-in-law. So let's get into these questions and answers regarding food. So Meg asks, which recipes are you most excited to show us in the Vibrant Kitchen this season? And I'm actually going to combine that question with a couple of questions I got from Joanne. Joanne asked, what is your favorite food to make when it's cold and wet outside? And then a follow-up question, what about when it's super hot outside? So when it's cold and wet outside, I love roasting something in the oven. And this is something I'm going to be sharing on the Vibrant Kitchen this coming season. And it's this jerk-style pork roast. So it's a quick marinade using um, my stick blender. Actually, several recipes here are going to be stick blender related. (laughs) I love using a stick blender. I never really use a conventional blender anymore because it's just so super handy and really easy to clean. So I'll be sharing this recipe that combines some ginger, some allspice, green onions. There's a little bit of heat. And then there's the magic of marinating overnight. And then you've got this pork roast that you can have hot. You could have at room temperature or cold, so it's quite versatile. Everything I make, I like to think of it as being something you can enjoy right out of the oven and then maybe over the next day or two. So that's something I'm definitely going to be sharing. And that is one of my favorite things to do when it's cold and wet outside. Get that oven roasting, get some delicious smells wafting through the house. But I'll tell you, one of my go-to ingredients is a one-pound chub of mild Italian sausage. So this is pork sausage. It's already seasoned and super flavorful. You know what I really love to do is take that and make meatballs. Saute some mushrooms, some onions, garlic, 
add chicken broth, add some cabbage, let that really stew so the cabbage softens. But you can make some meatballs out of this pork sausage chub, plop those into the soup, let those cook for about 20 minutes to make sure they're cooked through, and then add a pint of fresh pico de gallo. So that's going to have usually fresh tomato, onion, a little bit of cilantro, maybe some garlic, maybe Mexican oregano, but dump like a good pint in there into the soup and it adds so much flavor. So this other question from Joanne about when it's super hot outside, when it's hot outside, I like making things early in the day that I can, again, have over the course of the next couple of days. So when I'm making my own breakfast, I'll simultaneously hard boil some eggs and then mix together a big batch of egg salad. For me, that's going to include some white onion, a little bit of chopped dill pickle, some celery. Like I like fresh dill but the dried dill works really great in this. My favorite mustard for that, there's one from Zatarans. They have a really delicious mustard. Sierra Nevada, who makes beer, they have a really great line of mustards as well, any of those. And then just let that kind of marinate and mix and meld throughout the day in the fridge. And then when it's hot later, I can just eat a bowl of it or use some celery to eat it. I'll just put a little bed of arugula on a plate or a bowl and then throw some egg salad on top. Of course, you can make a sandwich. So that's one of my favorite things to do when it's hot. You can pre-make some chicken salad. Again, I like to use that rotisserie shredded chicken, keep things cool and super easy. I've got salad recipes on Vibrant Visionaries already, like the watermelon salad and the slaw. Now that slaw is great if you want to just whip up tacos really quick. I think tacos are great breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Always wonderful. Every season is taco season, in my opinion. And hot weather. I mean, I lived in Sacramento, man. It gets hot. <laughs> and so is grilling season all the time. So whether you have a barbecue or your trusty cast iron pan in the kitchen. Marinate some skirt steak. You can just sprinkle a little salt on it on both sides in the morning, and then it's ready later. Sure, you're cooking, but you're cooking quickly. High heat, couple minutes on both sides. Let it rest. Slice on the bias. Mmm, delicious. My favorite way to prep skirt steak, though, is to sprinkle a little bit of that Mexican seasoning. It has dried lime powder in it, a little cumin, a little bit of heat. So it's going to tenderize it and season it and flavor it. I could just eat a whole plate of that, but I love throwing guacamole on top of it or tossing that in a salad. Make it a taco, make it a burrito. But there's a few more ideas for you. Grab that stick blender and make gazpacho. That's another one. It's cool. It's refreshing. You can really make it with whatever's fresh and available. I like using lots of garlic, a little bit of balsamic vinegar, wonderful fruity olive oil, tomatoes, bell peppers, and I'll use a couple of cans of spicy V8 tomato juice. Blend those all together and then season, you know, to your particular taste. It is so refreshing, so this is a no-cook soup, but it could also just be something you, you know, sip 
it's a sipper. It's a super. <laughs> it's a super sipper. I like to drop by my favorite local grocery store and just get some of whatever's really fresh and looking delicious, like a little bit of roast beef, some olives, some cheeses, anything that you can keep in the fridge and that's just super easy to throw on a plate. So it's kind of like your own little charcuterie plate, right? <laughs> pre-cutting in the morning or like if you like to do something on Sunday where you're getting prepped for the week, just make it easy on yourself. So thanks for asking those questions. Now on to the next. So here's a question I think a lot of us can relate to and maybe get some answers out of. Jenny asks, making meals for yourself and for kids. How to make it flexible, how to sneak in those vegetables, how to make stuff that everybody enjoys, uh, when you like leafy greens, when you like things that are usually like a little bit more bitter or, um, you know, have more of an intense flavor that kids aren't really into yet. So I have a couple of answers and ideas to throw around, and I'd love to hear anybody else's ideas, or if these are things you'd like me to demonstrate or talk about more. You can reach out to me at vibrantvisionariespodcast at gmail.com. Let me know if you have ideas for Jenny or what you like to do for kid-friendly meals. And also let me know if these are things you'd like to hear or see on the uh, Vibrant Kitchen on YouTube or just have me talk about on the podcast. Here's a reminder that everyone's palate is going to change. That's actually come up on the podcast a couple of times in conversations. I spoke with DC Pearson about his podcast, Stay for Dinner, and we talked about how our tastes change over time. And it's so true. So whatever young people are into right now, just remember, it's going to change over time. I love making enchiladas, and you can absolutely add in sauteed spinach there and it's barely detectable but you're adding in spinach. I always keep frozen spinach on hand and if you don't have the patience or the time to wring all the water out of it just go ahead and start sauteing it in a little bit of olive oil and eventually the water will dissipate. Just give it time. You don't want it to be goopy and gloppy or it'll just add a little bit too much extra moisture to your enchiladas. But I'll grab a rotisserie chicken at my local grocery store, add the sautéed spinach. I like to sauté mushrooms as well. Cooking for somebody that doesn't like the texture of mushrooms, well, A, you can leave that out, but B, you can just kind of chop them up smaller and sauté them so that you don't really get that mushroom texture. If you want to add, like, say, yams or sweet potatoes to the mix, sort of make it like a sweet potato bar where you can add some favorite toppers. Not only is that fun for kids to kind of like do it themselves, but then, you know, they get to kind of experiment or maybe you'll do something on your potato that they wouldn't think they'd like, but maybe they'll want to taste it. So you're just kind of adding the playfulness of experimenting with flavors by making it something where you're roasting these potatoes off in the oven, getting that sweetness coming through, and then playing around with different things that you put on top of it. So I like to do that. Another way to be playful is to watch some fun YouTube videos of people 
making recipes. Like my YouTube videos are very uh, easy and approachable. Other people, maybe they have a lot more steps and you're not really into that, but that doesn't mean you just can't watch and enjoy. Like I would watch Rick Martinez, Carla Lolly Music. So I think watching YouTube videos of people cooking and sort of talking about uh, what ingredients they're using or just keeping an eye out on what the kids are responding to. I think that can be really fun. So I'll share links in the show notes to some of my favorite YouTube cooking shows that are just really fun and, and get you thinking about experimenting in the kitchen. Because I think that's the other thing is letting your loved ones be a part of the creative process of being in the kitchen. Another great way to add veggies in sort of stealthily is to say I have something that's like a pasta bake or I even do a squash to bake where I use squash instead of pasta, like chop it up and roast that down a bit so it starts getting that natural sweetness. Saute down your favorite vegetables, kale or whatever it is that you're sort of missing or would like to have, you know, family members enjoy all the health benefits of. And then whatever else you like, that's another place where I bring in that magical Italian sausage chub. Get that in there, your favorite sauce. Sometimes instead of having fresh basil, just drizzle in some pesto, lots of bubbly cheese on top. So I hope those were useful to you, Jenny. Uh, let me know if you have more questions or more ideas. I'm always happy to talk about this. Thanks again to Meg, Joanne, and Jenny for sending in all those awesome questions. There's more AMAs coming up and some fantastic interviews with creatives. You can find links to all the podcast episodes and The Vibrant Kitchen on YouTube at VibrantVisionaries.com. I have been and remain Heidi Bennett. Ciao for now.